Hey, Jesus Time family, welcome back to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And you guys, I am over the moon because I have such a special guest. I know that you are not in her presence, but I guarantee you there is fire in this woman. (laughs) There is a beautiful, holy fire and humor and warmth and love, and I could go on and on, but... We are here to talk about what Jesus tells us, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce her and have her tell us a little bit about herself. And she does have a couple of kiddos that are napping, so if she needs to excuse herself to take care of that, we're going to be okay with it because this is real life. <laughs> so, so Caroline, welcome. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and your thank season you. of life. Oh, thank you. I love I love sitting with Gisela and having coffee. It just brings such joy to my heart. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm I'm Caroline Freeman, and I have two boys, Samuel and Charlie, who are four and three, and they are a really fun handful. Um, and we we are in a of just a full season. Our lives mm-hmm. our lives are are full, and we're excited about this next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I we we've had a lot of grief over the last year mm-hmm. of. Friend, uh, friends and friends of friends just unexpectedly passing away, um, uh, friends having unexpectedly having cancer and just mm. lots of difficulties there. So grief has been a big thing for us to be intentional in processing mm. and intentional in processing it with, with the Lord and like mm. learning how that, how that looks as life continues, as, mm. as the ball keeps rolling <laughs> and you have to keep and you want to process those things in a healthy way. Yeah. So our my big thing right now is I just finished this study on in the book of Habakkuk mm-hmm. by this written by this company called Daily Grace. Um, and I highly recommend it. It's been fantastic. It's called Even If mm. the Study of Habakkuk and um, there's so much to learn here. Mm-hmm. So Habakkuk was a, one of the prophets of the Lord and he was calling out to God, just desperate for his help. Mm. Um, Israel was in a terrible place. They were, there was no justice, um, just corruption everywhere. Um, and Habakkuk's calling out to God, like, do you see this? Can you help us? Can you save us from ourselves? Mm. And God says, yeah, I'm going to send the Babylonians. Here it comes. (laughs) They're they're (laughs) terrible. They're going to, they're going to hurt you real bad. (laughs) And Yeah, and Habakkuk's like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> um, like, aren't we even just like a little bit more righteous than they are? Mm. And, and God says, well, ho- hold on. Like, yes, the Babylonians are coming, but mm. I have a vision for the future. I have a plan to ultimately save you. The Messiah is coming. And, and God casts this um, vision for Habakkuk of the, re- the full restoration mm. and his promise of the Messiah in the future. And Habakkuk ends, it's just a three-chapter book, he, end, he ends his writings um, by saying, you know, even if the things that I want to prosper right now, are, and I don't, I don't see them prospering right now, I will praise you, God, because, um, because I trust you and because you, make, you, make, you are my strength. You give me strength mm-hmm. even when the things around me are not prospering. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of, the, one of the most beautiful things I uh, read in here was... In chapter 1, verse 12, as he's calling out to God, just the way he addresses mm-hmm. God gives us such um, such a, pe- a good thing to hold on to and, and use in our own prayers. 
he says, O Lord, my God, my Holy One, you who are eternal. And he calls God all of that before he goes into his complaint. The next words are, surely you don't plan to wipe us out. (laughs) Uh, I love it. There's like this posturing of his heart before he whines. Mm. <laughs> and there's this posturing before, and whines is such a silly word. This is a big deal, you know? Sure. Like wiping out a whole nation. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, just the posture that his heart takes before he makes his request mm. um, is so beautiful. So when he says, Oh Lord, like he's calling God Yahweh, he's, he's acknowledging God as his Messiah. Mm. And He's, he's, he's preaching to himself about the character of God mm-hmm. before he even says his own words. He's reminding himself, this is, this is who God says he is. He is Lord. He is supreme. He is the Messiah. He is the Savior. And then he calls him my God. There's this mm-hmm. intimacy there, um, just this beautiful, personal, intimate connection, mm-hmm. um, it is, it is his God. He's, um, there's no idolatry in Habakkuk's heart. Ooh. You know, it's just one, just mm. one God. And then, uh, he calls him my holy one, just like reminding himself, like only God is holy. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have that down. <laughs> we don't, <laughs> we don't have, we need his holiness. Mm. We don't have the holiness in us. We need him for his, for, for holiness. And then he calls him you who are eternal. Mm which is this beautiful perspective of God sees it all. He sees from before the earth began until after the earth ends and Mm. we step into eternity. And my vision is like a horse with blinders on Mm. where I can see, I don't have any, you know, sight on my left or my right. I can only see what's in front of me. I'm the, I'm the short-sighted or near-sighted horse with blinders. And, and God can see everything. And so mm, I love that. in calling God those names, he's posturing his heart to remember the character of God, to remember what he knows is true and steadfast and solid. And, and it's humbling. He, he, he's humbling himself and saying that too because he's not clinging to his own holiness. He's not saying I have this vision and I can see the things that really need to be happening no he's laying all that down wow and he's saying God you are the eternal one you are the holy one you are my God you are close you are intimate you are personal you're my lord you are my messiah and my savior um and then of course he's like you don't plan to wipe us out do you (laughs) so there is this pot but there's this posturing Mm. and this like preaching the gospel to yourself Mm. before he before he talks to the one he's close to he's intimate with which I just I love this I think it's such a great way it's a it's such an example in how we can process grief Mm. and how we can be close and near to God while we're um while we're aching Mm. while we're aching we can just look to Habakkuk for that example and echo his words that is so beautiful Caroline thank you so much for that gosh it's I, I love hearing how real Jesus is to mm. my friends in their Jesus time. Mm. That just makes God bigger for me. Mm. And I love that. And so how has this Jesus time helped you personally process all that grief? Mm. How have you applied this? And how has that 
How has Jesus himself ministered to you as you're walking in this path that he's laid out for you in Habakkuk? Mm, yeah. Well, I've, I've been able to just up, take this prayer and put it into my own prayer time. Mm, so okay. when I sit down and I'm aching for a friend, I can start by, by saying these names to God. You know, and by by humbling myself, and you know, because when I see a friend who's aching and hurting, my my immediate uh, bent reaction is to say, "Okay, well, this is how it's supposed to be fixed. So this is how I'm going to pray. You know, oh. this is what I'm going to pray for." And what from Habakkuk's example, he's saying, "God, He's my everlasting One. He's the Holy One. He's the Messiah. He's the Savior. Not this method that I think would work to save my friend." not this vision that I have in my nearsighted, blinded vision. Um, and so the, like the first thing is, is taking that posture of, of humility and, and remind, like saying to God who he is for my sake, to remind my heart, mm. this is who God is. And then, um, and then, and then like Habakkuk too, like giving God my request, you know, mm, after okay. I've postured myself of, Lord, you are the everlasting one. You are the eternal one. You are my God. You are near. You are close. You are my savior. You are my friend's savior. Mm. Um, and then giving him my request, you know, of, but this is really hard. <laughs> or, and this is really hard. Mm. Not but. Okay. <laughs> and so, uh, so I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and this is really hard. And this hurts. And I, um, and then ending like Habakkuk did with, with the book, you know, mm. um, but although this doesn't, even if this doesn't prosper, I'm going to trust that you're going to give us all the strength that we need every day. Wow. And we're, we're going to land in trust. Wow. So, we're going to land in trust. Yeah. Land at the end of the day in trust. Ooh, so the kids and I have been memorizing uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust mm. in the Lord with all your heart. And we're doing hand motions to it. So we get real big and dramatic. Like you sweep your arms with all your heart. I love it. Um, and lean not on your own understanding, mm. but in all your ways, acknowledge him mm. and he will make your path straight. And so there's, there's this, again, preaching to yourself. of I'm not going to lean on my understanding, my nearsighted, blinded horse understanding, but lean mm. But acknowledging him, leaning on his understanding wow. um, as the everlasting one, mm. as the eternal one who can see it all and cares for it all. Oh my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I, mm-hmm. as you were talking and sharing, I know that relationship is not a formula, mm-hmm. but it almost, not to make it a formula, but, yeah. but the process that you went through it's just such a great maybe framework is a better word mm-hmm. where you have to remember who God is first mm-hmm. so that you can establish his holiness, his eternalness, his intimacy mm-hmm. so that your posture is right before you ask him mm-hmm. and then landing in trust. I love that. It's almost mm-hmm. you reminded me of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. Lord this is hard. I would like for this cup to pass from me, but your will, not mine. Mm -hmm. And of course, Jesus is our example in everything. And gosh, what, how sweet of our God to, to help us get there. 
to show us how to position our brains and our hearts with him. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And he's so good to do that whenever we ask. Mm. He's, he's looking for the soft heart who's ready to be shepherded, who's ready to be guided. Mm. And so you're right. It's, it's so not a formula. I really like formulas. I know you do. You're such a really like a step step one, two, three, Three, and check. (laughs) I really like steps. (laughs) That's the sanctification work that God's going to keep working on me until the day I die. (laughs) Um, But one thing we can always count on is, you know, when formulas fail you. When. When they do. When they do. Um, you just get on your knees with a humble heart and you ask God to meet, to meet with you and show you what you need. And praise Jesus, he knew what I needed and that was Habakkuk. Oh my gosh, praise God. And his words. Oh, Caroline, thank you so much for sharing your Jesus time with us and how real he's been to you in this process and for giving us a place to go in the scriptures when we're struggling to remember who God is and how we can approach him and how we can land in trust because he's trustworthy. So, oh guys, I hope that you're blessed by Caroline. I always, always am blessed by this woman and I love her so much. I pray that your Jesus times are filled with Jesus. Love you guys.